Pod Save the Queen! Hello and welcome to Pod Save the Queen. This week we're going to be looking back at some of the best fashion moments from 2021 because somehow it is the end of December and another very weird year has passed us. But obviously we would normally be joined by our lovely Sarah Bradbury for this event, but she is feeling a bit unwell this week. So we are sending her all all of our love and hoping that she feels better soon. And instead, we have the lovely Scott Wells with us, who is the fashion stylist at OK Magazine. So hi, Scott. Welcome to Pod Save the Queen. This is your first time. Yes, my first time. A very exciting year in terms of fashion. And we saw some fantastic looks that I loved. And I know that you have put together, as our fashion expert, you have put together a really long list of some beautiful outfits. And I think we spent a bit of time cutting them down, didn't we? Because we had far too many to choose from. (laughs) I think that's the thing. You get carried away and then you're like, hold on a minute. We've got about 50 on this list. We need to narrow this down a little bit. (laughs) Exactly. It's one of my like favourite rabbit holes to go down when you're sitting there. And I always remember, as soon as you see a red carpet photo, you go, oh, hang on, but think about that red carpet. And it's, yeah, it was a a good few hours that we spent going through these, didn't it? (laughs) Definitely. Lovely. But obviously you are the expert in all things fashion and I am not however I am gonna <laughs> jump in here and gate crash the start of the list with my favorite look of the year because we cannot talk about royal fashion in 2021 without talking about the green velvet tuxedo from yeah. Prince William <laughs> so he wore this exactly so this <laughs> was for the Earthshot prize gala back in October it was actually a rewear and um, we first saw it um when he went to a gala for Centerpoint back in 2019 however this time it wasn't with a you know traditional shirt it was where a well I said this I is that I would call that a turtleneck but yeah. I've in researching there's lots of people said bottleneck and I'm I now very say, confused I would What's say turtleneck um because I don't really know the difference between them there's a little grey area I think in that okay um, <laughs> But I genuinely, I agree with you. I think this was such a good look for him. And, like, and we don't normally see this from him. Um, and to, like the, the like deep green, the forest green of it, he just looks really dapper and smart, I think. It really did. It's the, the whole look, because the blazer itself was enough of a statement when he wore it mm-hmm. the first time. But there was something with pairing it with that, you know, turtleneck stroke bottleneck Sure. Were you so? What was your favorite? You know, the the shape of it is quite um is a strong shape, isn't it? What did you think of that? I think um it just really points to I think where men's tailoring is going and men's fashion in general. Um, and it's nice to see again a male figure from the royal family represent this change. I think because we obviously norm- normally we're seeing him in a shirt, a tie, and a navy suit which is one of his favourites to wear. Um, and to see him change it up with, again, not just the blazer, but also the roll neck, it's represent, representing, I think, the whole way of modern royals, which Kate does so eloquently through her outfits. To see her husband now doing this, it's like, has she even had the Kate effect on her husband? And like, <laughs> is she bringing him into the 21st century as well? <laughs> that was her her project yeah. when they first met. And she finally, you know, got her, yeah. got her looking. And obviously the green as well for the event where it yeah. was the Airshot Prize, very fitting, which we know they like to do. And there's they always, there's always a meaning behind the there's choices always, that Kate yeah. wears. So to have this with William as well made complete sense. Yeah, so definitely. fantastic 
so big fan of that absolutely loved it and we are still trying to make see if we can get russell in a velvet outfit at some point <laughs> velvet blazer uh, the next time he joins them on the red carpet for anything right but now over to you talk us through your other what was your next favorite okay fashion highlight so my next fashion highlight has to be kate middleton at the james bond no time style premiere um, oh, the gold, the gold sequin. The gold sequin cape dress from Jenny Packham. It, oh my God, it was just incredible. And I think with Kate, we've come to know that she can do glam, she can do red carpet. But to see her in this, just completely, I think to a lot of people's <laughs> breaths away. And yeah, even there's now, glam and then there's that. That's like there's a glam and then there's Kate glam, Middleton. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I just think she just knows what to do. And like the silhouette was so flattering. And she actually had the dress slightly altered from the original. Um, so okay. she had the neckline brought up a little bit so that it wasn't as plunging. Um, because, you know, you've got to stick to the royal protocols. Kind I was going to say, yeah. On show. Wait till um, you get the queen scene of approval. Yes, exactly. But I think just the whole ensemble is such a winning look for her. Um, and it definitely hands down one of, if not potentially the best look of 2021 for me um, i think yeah i completely agree and what i was also surprised about so if you know unfortunately i don't get to wear dresses like this in my day-to-day -day <laughs> life i think i'd look a bit get some if looks only. if i walked into the mirror office <laughs> with, this, <laughs> with this outfit on but she also had statement earrings which could have potentially looked too much this is something that if i was wearing a dress like this you think oh everything else needs to be very simple yeah. because there's a lot going on but the earrings really added to it it's, and I think you're so right because normally, again, we see her wearing like dainty pearls or um, something really classic. So to see her hair swept back into the bun that it was and then have those statement chunky gold um, drop earrings going with the gold of the dress, it was just, to me, it just looks really, really modern and really on trend at the moment, I think. And she's always setting trends. And I think this is another one and it shows how you can do it which I think is what the public really like, is that through Kate's style, she shows them how to do stuff really easily, I think. And this is definitely one of those that does that. And so this wasn't, it wasn't a cheap dress. It was, uh, it was a net, it was on net Porter, wasn't it? For £3,917. Yeah. Um, and she, so yeah, not a cheap one, but again, if you're going to a James Bond red carpet as a royal, she's just kind of gone full on out hasn't she's she she's just gone for it <laughs> and something that lots of fans noticed was was there a kind of tribute to princess did princess diana wear something similar yes. previously yes um at the view to kill premiere in 1985 um diana wore a metallic gown which is again quite similar to this one actually so i think that's what's nice to see is that kate does those subtle nods back and you see it done in such a modern way but you can just always pick up on those tributes that she does even if they're so subtle in all her outfits there's always something that's given a nod to something else or referring back to something and yeah this one was definitely like emulated a princess diana dress i absolutely loved it the perfect james bond dress the yes. perfect red carpet dress and it was just the photos from that night i remember so clearly because they were in front of they run the red carpet and they were in front of all the classic cars yeah. weren't there and you obviously had daniel craig there in another velvet blazer yes. i remember they went for the pink one didn't they yeah. um so yeah it was just the perfect night a perfect night out dress i absolutely it love it, it definitely definitely and it's probably inspired lots of people's like festive dressing as well 
I can imagine. Yeah, 100%. Lots of veterans in this year. <laughs> Never too many secrets. <laughs> so your next one on the list is a very different vibe, isn't it? It's a much more casual thing, but still absolutely beautiful. Talk us yeah. through. The, it was from the Tour of Scotland? Yes, it was. So it was when her and Prince William went to see um, a screening of Disney's Cruella um, in May. And she wore a blue trench coat by Holland Cooper, which, again, isn't a cheap one. Um, it came comes out at £849 um, but mean, again, compared to the gold dress bargain yes, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but this I chose this one because again she just nails dressing to the theme like she was on the Royal Tour of Scotland and she's wearing this gorgeous long blue tartan coat which was adorned with these gold buttons the bell and she to me just looks per- like perfect like, I remember seeing this because I covered all of the her outfits for the tour. And when this one came out, I was like, this just knocks all the others out of the park. Like, I something about this, it just looks so regal, but so modern. And with the green velvet um, court heels, it just, I couldn't find anything wrong with it. <laughs> like, I was just like, yes, well done, Kate. Round of applause. <laughs> I also loved the, because with, with this jacket, it would have mm-hmm. been, I guess, quite tempting to wear a dark dress or skirt under it to yeah. not detract but I love the lighter colour that you can just see in this um you know when she was walking you can just see that little break of the colour with that um kind of yeah. it's like a tan cream wasn't it's, it yeah it's like a it almost reflects the gold of the buttons I think on the yeah coat. um and again she coordinates everything so well I'm like how does she do this like <laughs> honestly I want to take tips from this <laughs> <laughs> but another thing with Kate is that I think she's come she's become to be known for her coat style and whenever she wears a coat she just knows the right fit the form the silhouette she just really knows how to show off that without being or crossing that line of showing it off too much like it just fits her perfectly and again it it just it's so traditional it pays homage to Scotland it's just yeah a winner for me that's something that I'm always really impressed by, that she manages to do that, you know, going to Scotland and wearing tartan the whole time could look a bit mm-hmm. obvious and a bit thing, but it just doesn't, as you said, because she does it in such a fashionable way, she does it in such a modern way that it really works. And what I noticed about this coat is, in particular, is, you know, the, the style very much this year, um, or the last couple of years, has been for the longer coats that mm-hmm. go down almost yeah. to ankle level. Yeah. Um, and just like little details like that that were reflected in this this coat, which I think just showed that she is bang on trend. Yeah, and I think that's the thing is that when you do look, like when we was compiling this list, looking back through all of her looks of this year, it coincides with all these other trends that came out. And it's like, was it the Kate effect? Was it that, that triggered it? And everyone just seemed to gravitate towards those same sort of styles. So yeah, 100% she's always on trend for me. So what's up next? Uh, so we're going to move on to Meghan Markle um, at the uh, Salute to Freedom Gala in New York uh, City, where she wore the brilliant Carolina Herrera red dress. Um, I chose this as one of my favourites because obviously there's the whole Meg's the issue kind of thing that people talk about. Um, but this, I think, was really symbolic of her and Prince Harry's step forward in their life in America um 
purely because it broke so many royal protocols from her wearing it, um, yep. which I'm sure the Queen would not be happy about. But <laughs> to start off with, she had really, she had the thin um, halter neck straps. She had the thigh high split, the plunging, very plunging neckline. And it's just, they're the things that normally, like you would never see Kate wearing this or and like, even like Beatrice, like Princess Beatrice, Princess Eugenie, you wouldn't even see them wearing that sort of style. So I think this was just a very symbolic time for Meghan to wear this. Um, and I mean, she, Harry looked so dapper alongside her as well. <laughs> but the pair just almost looked like that, like a Beyonce, Jay-Z kind of power couple vibe going on here. They really did. You, those you know photos I mean? really stuck out because it's, yeah. yeah, it's that hugely bright colour and the, the shape of it was, I'll admit, I didn't love the top too much um i loved the the skirt of the dress mm-hmm. it was absolutely beautiful i loved the color um, i wasn't as as fond of the top but as you said it just really shows doesn't it it just shows how much they're saying this is our new path the, you know yeah. they've had a hugely successful life that they're creating for themselves in america yeah. and it was just this to me looked like the photos in this this was a celebrity red carpet event rather 100%. than a royal one which is great and what they want and what they're doing a lot more of but it was yeah those photos were so striking and that just block color, color of that and it's a really beautiful tone of red wasn't it it's a really rich red yeah and against her skin tone as well like it just pops even more and i think like, but she does still carry that sense of like regalness about her sophistication but like you said on a, a celebrity kind of level not a royal family member kind of level which I think is, is quite a nice contrast and we don't really see a lot. And I love the shoes as well, the red velvet shoes. Yeah. The, oh. I think people need more red, red velvet shoes in their lives, I think. Honestly, I don't have any if I can get away with them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, an absolutely beautiful dress uh, from Megan there. Big, yes. big fan of that one. Uh, now moving on this was one that I actually added to the list um, and it was looking at Princess Beatrice actually it was when she was pregnant and it was the black and white polka dot pregnancy dress she wore Mm -hmm. to Wimbledon with uh, Edo I just I loved the shape of it I thought it was really you know dressing for bumps is always kind of a difficult one and women take different approaches to it but I thought the detailing across the top of this and Mm -hmm. the sleeves were perfect for the occasion and just really nice what did you think of it I think one it's very traditional for Wimbledon like it's polka black and white polka dots you can't go wrong with I think polka dots is one of my favorite patterns anyway and I completely agree with you like the puff sleeves the gathered um top half of the uh, top with the belt and then it just goes plain underneath it almost disguises the bump but obviously like you want to celebrate it at the same time um, I think it's just a really classy way of doing it. And I think Wimbledon was the perfect opportunity for her to do that. And I actually think as well, Beatrice is quite an underdog when it comes to fashion, royal fashion. Like, I think oh, I completely really agree. I her. love her clothes. And I'm like, she does classic in such a good way. Like, and still a modern way. Yeah. And it's like, I think, again, like going back to Kate, bringing like, um, old-fashioned traditions into the 21st century. Like, Beatrice definitely one that does that and does it so well I also think her clothes are more relatable so that Mm. is a dress that I you know the coat look that Kate goes for a lot and some of the dresses she wears to Wimbledon they are still beautiful trust me I would love to wear them and (laughs) but but that dress that Beatrice is wearing that that's one that I would buy 
Yeah. Obviously, I don't know. I'm not sure what the price tag on it. So taking that out of the equation, but in terms of the shape of it and the style, that's something that I think I could buy and wear to, um, you know, a, a, well, not a wedding because it's white and I'd be in all sorts of trouble, but perhaps <laughs> in a different colour, you know, that, you know, you could wear to a wedding. And I think normal people could wear those looks. Yeah, and I think, I, th- I did look it up and I think it comes up to, it's from self-portrait and it's £345, I believe. Um, okay. But... So still, it's, still spenny, but... Spenny, but I think because of the pattern yeah. and the look, it's something you can easily replicate on the high street, I think. It's polka dots uh, all year round type patterns, I think, for me. And it's a print that is very flattering and you can get it in so many different offset sizes and like shapes and scales and all things like that. So I think this is a look that can be easily replicated, even if it is a polka dot top and a skirt and you would just put that belt on just to put it together to recreate it that way I do I completely agree with you with that one of the cutest oh fashion moments yes. of the year oh <laughs> was Prince George in his first little royal suit um, which was very cute so that was when he joined Kate and William for the Euro 2020 England match at Wembley and yeah we saw him they were in the watching the game cheering along but yeah, in a full full suit, which is very cute. And there was Honestly. lots of chat. Lots of fans were saying, he's, you know, he's a kid. Why isn't he wearing mm. a football shirt? But yeah, apparently this is his choice. He wanted to match his dad, which makes it even cuter. Yeah. But yeah, what, what did you think of the, the navy suit and red and blue tie combo? I mean, honestly, it's like a mini-me Prince William, isn't it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> literally, they've just like shrunk one of William's suits in the wash. And yeah. <laughs> no, I... I love it. I think I cannot wait to see their children grow up even more and take that step into the royal roles. I think it's going to be so interesting. Um, and again, like you said, he chose not to wear the football shirt. He wanted to match his dad. And I think it just represents the close bond that they have. Um, because obviously we all know sort of William and Prince Harry's childhood and what happened there. So to, I think to see this close bond that they share and that they have together because I think it was at Prince Harry and Meghan's wedding. They also wore matching um, trousers, tailored trousers from Savile Row. To, and it's that thing of, I think these two people have a very close bond. And I think by him doing this shows that to the world a little bit more. Um, as well as obviously looking super dapper, super cute. He <laughs> just looks so grown up. And again, you are like, you are like, oh, he's just a child. Like, let him have fun. But again... Yeah. It goes back to Royal Protocol, I think. It's that thing of, we saw it with um, Prince William and Prince Harry when they were growing up. Normally at the age of eight is when they start wearing trousers um, as like a symbol for their next step in their royal life. So I think maybe it's Kate and William bringing in that protocol into the 21st century again and having that sort of smart aesthetic for them. So we've spoken about quite a lot of outfits that oh, let's be honest unless you probably our bank accounts aren't going to stretch to but your next one on your list i love because it's a lot more well a bit of a bargain isn't it i mean 16 pounds come on <laughs> <laughs> perfect um yes yeah, so it was kate middleton's zara monochrome dress that she wore um at the university college of london center and she previously wore it in for a visit to bradford in 2020 and Kate being Kate, bought out a classic once again. Everyone went crazy for it. It has unfortunately, I think, sold out now and it's no longer available on the site. But I think maybe on places like eBay, you might actually still be able to snap it up. You might be able um, to grab one. 
you might be able to get yourself one. But again, like the silhouette is just so flattering on her. And she styles it with a pair of Hugo Boss silver court heels. And it's, she has, it has the um, pussy bow neckline, which she has on a lot of her blouses that she wears. Um, so it's just, it's Kate. It's Kate in a dress. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's just so, and it's nice to see her champion in high street, which she does do a lot with her looks. But I think this was just, I remember when the pictures came out of her getting out of the car and um, I saw it and I immediately was like, oh my God, it's the Zara dress. Yeah, like even though it's a high street dress, it's one of those ones that stick in your mind because one, she looks fab, but also she's, she's championing the UK high street, which is so nice to see. Cause again, with celebrities, you don't really see them do that that much. And the real affordable end of the, you know, we talk about the high street as a whole, but it tends to be the kind of, you know, Oasis or Hobbs or things that are a yeah. bit more pricey, but this mm-hmm. is very much the kind of dress that most people would you know, have the cash to go out and, and buy, yeah. which is lovely to see as well. Now, the next one, uh, Scott and I really debated whether or not to include mm-hmm. um, because it is Kate's outfit from Prince Philip's funeral. And we weren't really sure about whether it felt appropriate to put a fashion piece mm-hmm. in about obviously such a heartbreaking day for the family. However, we both felt it was not so much the outfit, but the the tribute she made within her accessory choices was so uh, important and so moving that we you know we we did want to give it a mention and so we hope that's all right with everyone and and that it doesn't kind of cause any you know offense or anything but yeah so talk us through in particular that beautiful uh the pearl choker oh the choker is one that is one of my 100% one of my favorite um accessories that I see Kate wear um it belonged to the Queen. It was given to her by the Japanese government in the 1970s. Um, Kate also wore it before on the 70th wedding anniversary for the Queen and Prince Philip. So automatically it has that sentimental value and it has that symbolism already connected to it. It was also worn by Diana um, for a banquet at Hampton Court Palace in 1982. And it just, for me, Kate does it so it can come sometimes it can come across quite cliche I think when you see people doing this but I feel like she does it in such a soft and respectful way and it wasn't like she was shouting about it kind of thing like it just perfectly accessorized her look um and it was also teamed with uh Queen Elizabeth's Bahrain pearl drop earrings and I just think the look itself it was just so perfect for the day um obviously with it being such a sensitive event i think obviously everyone always does gravitate to what what is kate wearing and all this kind of stuff and i think for that day like we all could just sit there and appreciate and take the look in and yeah. obviously people who know like like myself i knew that choker i know that it has that value to it and it's until afterwards everyone's like oh my god that's a really sweet gesture it and was Kate's really been, lovely, yeah. It's been seen to do that on so many occasions as well. And I think this was just such a brilliant occasion to do that on. And yeah, and you know, the thought that would have gone into that and, you know, maybe other members of the family did as well. But and it wasn't just wearing something she borrowed from the Queen. She wore something that was such a happy day for the family, their mm-hmm. 70th wedding anniversary. And she, you know, brought that memory to, you know, a 
to his funeral and to that celebration of his life, which I thought was, was really lovely yeah. um, on that day. But now moving on to the Queen's look. So you have this, and it was a very special day, a day we were all very excited about, which was when she returned to the, you know, made her first public appearance mm-hmm. after five months in March 2021. So when, you know, we first started kind of easing out of, oh, I've lost track. What was that, lockdown three? Honestly. I don't know. Whichever <laughs> lockdown we were in then. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but at that point, so tell us a bit more about that outfit because it was bright, it was beautiful, there were flowers on it. It was the perfect kind of, you know, it was just, we're back. Yeah, literally, it was like she was saying, like, I'm back, I'm here, here we go. Like, let's get this year running. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, for the, she attended um, the CWGC Air Force Memorial in Runnymede to mark the century of the Royal Australian Air Force. So, naturally, of course, being a member of the royal family, she chose to pay tribute through the Australian wattle brooch that she wore, um, which was given to her during her first visit to Australia in 1954. Um, which again, straight off the bat, I was like, tick, she did it. <laughs> um, but again, like we see her wearing, when you think of the Queen, you all, always think bright, bold colours. And this one, she wore a very spring-inspired lime green dress coat, um, which had the matching hat and it was adorned with orchids and tulips. So she's not only dressing to a spring theme, she's sticking to her bold colours that she likes. And I remember at the point we was at the point she stepped out, I was talking to some colleagues and we were saying that I think this was just after the Meghan Markle and Prince Harry's Oprah interview. And I just felt like this was a very symbolic message to the world of a hopeful future. Like with all the connotations that come around springtime and the colours itself, I think it just showed that I guess she was ready to just get on with business and tackle with whatever the year was going to come. Um, she previously wore it for her 90th birthday in 2016 and also um, for a visit in 2019 to Manor Farm Stables. And I just, yeah, just she just can never do it wrong. Like, I, I love her so much. I adore her. She'll always be one of my favourite royal ladies. <laughs> I just think, as you said, it was the perfect look. It was spring. It was bright. Mm-hmm. I just absolutely loved it. And then that hat, I thought, was, you know, the yellow, the bright yellow flowers yeah. against the white. And I think the addition of the the white uh, kind of petals, mm-hmm. but, you know, onto the green background, I just think made them pop so much. And I thought it was such a, such a lovely look. I think, like, as well, like, obviously people can argue, but I think that she could just never do anything wrong. Like, no. <laughs> she, obviously, she always wears her dress coats and the matching hat and that kind of thing. And we're accustomed to like, know that that's what to expect from her. But each time she steps out, she just always brings a smile to your face. Like, exactly. I don't know what it is, but you're just like, yeah, well done. <laughs> and the pictures from that day are still one of some of my favourite from that year yeah. because she just looks so happy to be back. Everyone yeah. was happy to see her. And it was so so lovely and um, so yeah we'll, we'll obviously make sure we include all those on our socials so that everyone can have a look and remember that that lovely smile and obviously with the with her traditional black handbag as well which she's had for an awesome time because very very long time queen's outing wouldn't be the same if she didn't have that bag <laughs> so uh, and another queen's look you included uh as well which was lovely a more a more subtle yeah choice but still beautiful and really 
kind of you know real fine details yeah and i think that's why i chose it was because it was contrasting to what basically what i just said about the we expect her to be in bold colors and for um the treatment of the color outfit she wore um a gray again dress coat by angela kelly with a matching hat but it had these almost like gold like lemon sort of shade of um embroidery on the top half of it around the collar which was then reflected with her hat these the flowers that were used and then it had these really soft gray feathers coming off of it as well and then in the picture that we've seen as a ref we see as a reference the her undergarment dress is reflecting of that as well there's some white and gold in that and it's such a cohesive look and she's then accessorized it with her little black pumps and then she's accessorized it with her black bag again and it's just so nice. Like she actually wore it the month previous to that when she opened Parliament um, on her own for the first time. And it's just, it's a different look, but I just think, it, again, it's just so elegant and regal. I also love the, oh, my hat knowledge is not up to scratch. I'm about <laughs> to make an absolute fool of myself. But the hat's more, the kind of brim of the hat is more curved or more yeah. rounded, isn't it? It's not yeah. like a flat... I don't know. Help me out here. Stop no, it's not like a fedora kind of yeah. style. It's like a yeah. it sort of stoops over a little bit. Yeah, and I think it really highlights because it kind of it really highlights her hair and mm-hmm. you know the, the curls of her you know of the hairstyle she's got, which I think is really lovely as well. Yeah, definitely. It's just such a cohesive look. I'm like, yeah. Another and again, just one. nice to see all of her and not just the shoulders of a Zoom call. Which Honestly, I, <laughs> I think we've all had enough of that. <laughs> yeah, so to see her exactly. out and about doing this and looking amazing and actually getting back to her style that we know her for. It's just, it was just so refreshing as well, I think, to see. Exactly. And I think Camilla, we don't talk about Camilla's fashion enough. And I think mm-hmm. this year she's really stepped it up I think some of my favorite looks we've had this year have been from Camilla um and there was one in particular that you really liked yes yeah, so it was the Bruce Oldfield silver grey and cream coat um that she wore to the uh, opening of the UK parliament which was accessorized with a Philip Tracy wide brimmed hat and literally like you said it she has actually had a really good year and like Beatrice is another underdog I think that people overlook um and I don't know if I don't know if it's because of her age or just because of what, but when you actually look at her outfits, she knows how to dress. She knows what she's doing. She means business. Um, <laughs> and I think the shoes that she's wearing is from a brand called Soul Bliss, which they're great as well. She's worn them on so many occasions and they're reasonably affordable as well, I think, for everyone, if they're just really nice brand. But this outfit in particular, like the head-to-toe white, it just looks so crisp. It's so clean. And then it just made me think of it's something that I would see Kate wear. Yeah, definitely. And head to toe white is a that's a bold look. That's hard. Not just <laughs> like not just in terms of, you know, I can't wear white because I'm like a child and I can't if I'm gonna oh. eat anything, I so. will make a complete mess of it. <laughs> but just generally, like from a fashion point to do white is very even if you had the white jacket, you'd perhaps imagine a colour you know, a coloured dress under yeah. it or a hat, but the full look is very good, but it, the, the effect it had was so striking. Yeah, with white as well, you have to be careful because it can obviously wash you out if you are pale-skinned anyway. Um, but obviously she's wearing like the tights, which again is a royal protocol. All women must wear the tights. Um, it's the right length. It's just below the knee. It just, 
everything about this, like there's no collar to the um, jacket that she's wearing. So it just perfectly just lays on her collarbones. And it's got the, um, it's the Queen Mother's Rock crystal brooch as well, which is oh, just very nice. Silver. I didn't realise that was, yeah. Yeah, so, and it's just, it, when you actually dissect the look and break it all apart to what it is, you're, you've got a really stylish outfit there. And again, it's one I think people can copy from the high street as well. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for going through all of those with us. I absolutely love chatting back, but I'm going to put you completely on the spot now. What was your ah. favourite? Oh, <laughs> my God. I think just because I love her so much, it has to be Kate. And I think it has to be that gold dress from the James yeah. Bond premiere. It just has to be. Um, I completely agree. I'd love to give a different answer. I know. But I just, I can't. <laughs> I'd love to, but it's there. It's written in the stars. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah, that was just, oh, it's just such a pretty dress. And yeah. I find that every time I go back and look at it, I've just scrolled up our notes here again to look at it again. <laughs> yeah. And I just notice a different bit. And I've looked at these photos for hours obviously you know wrote so yeah. many stories that night and yeah. you know really analyzed it and i still keep sitting there going oh i didn't notice that you know the kind of details did so she just no. looks like a goddess i think is the brilliant brilliant look. <laughs> <laughs> and fashion wise what are you looking forward to in 2022 are there any looks that you're hoping we might see on the royals for me, because I put you on the spot completely again, so I'll give you a couple of seconds yeah, to talk yeah. about it. What I loved about this year is we started seeing Kate in lots more of the block colour suits, mm-hmm. which I absolutely love when she was doing more of the, uh, the you know, her charity work and she gave several key speeches and she really, you know, was yeah. really power dressing for these events. There was the pink Marks and Spencer suit, which she yeah. wore several times, which mm-hmm. I absolutely love. So that's what I'm hoping we see more of um, as well as more velvet blazers obviously Absolutely. but what about you what are you looking for <laughs> um i think i'm on the same uh vibe as you really i think i'm so excited to see what kate does with her style because i think this year especially she has really stepped up in her with her looks she's always been known as a, a royal fashion icon always but i think this year has been so special for her i think she's the way that she's changed, and again, through like the use of the suits that she's been wearing and power dressing, she's putting on this really powerful, almost in charge kind of persona and personality. And I think going into next year, I think she's going to hopefully home in on that more to really represent that she is ready for that next real step. She is ready to step up and take on more duties, take on more protocols, take on all these other events, basically. Um, and of course, the glam. I just hope she attends the glam. <laughs> Can't go wrong More with the glam. More red carpet. Yes. All the red carpet. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. It's been lovely to chat to you. And thank you so much to all our listeners for tuning in. As always, we'll post all the pictures of the outfits that we've discussed today. Uh, so that'll be on Instagram at Podsave. So give us a follow there. And also on Twitter, uh, on the same handle. And let us know your favourite look. We'd love to know which outfits. And if there's many we've missed as well, because there have been so many obviously so let us know of any other ones that you think should have made the cut and until next time Pod save the queen <laughs> <laughs>